Welcome back to Gab with Gabby, the podcast, the potty. Let's talk some shit, shall we? Potty mouths. How's it going? How is everyone's week going so far? I apologize if the frequency at which I just did that intro blew your fucking eardrums out. Sorry. Um, I just got back from my workout. It's Wednesday. This episode is supposed to go live tomorrow. And in true Gabby fashion, I am procrastinating. I have procrastinated all week. Finally, I'm like, all right, it's time to do this podcast. But I just got back from my workout. And one would think that one would think that I would be dead from my workout. But I could run through a fucking wall right now. Um, That's how I'm feeling. So Yeah, I don't know if it's the good weather, the fact that, oh, I don't know, it's finally not raining for the first time in fucking forever, but I'm pumped. I'm good. I'm excited. I'm ready to be here. I do want to say thank you for anyone that listened to last week's episode um, and that gave me some nice feedback. There were a couple of you and I appreciate it. It felt weird to be talking about like non-funny things. Um... Because I do think of the podcast as, like, something that is meant to entertain you guys and, like, bring some levity to the week. But, yes, surprisingly, there is more to me than just being stupid while drunk and being painfully single. So, for those that listen, thank you. And if you didn't, you can go back and listen to last week's episode and see a more serious side of me, I guess. On another note... Today, at the end of class, Chaunch played, well, I don't know if it came up on Shuffle or whatever the case may be. I guess that detail is pretty minor, but Congratulations by Post Malone came on, which I haven't heard in, honestly, forever. And so then now, naturally, that I've rediscovered it, I'm going to probably play it on repeat a million times for the next five days. And I don't know why I'm like this. I don't know that everyone is like this, but... I thought I would start the week by telling you some songs that I have had on repeat for the last week. First of all, Favorite Crime by Olivia Rodrigo. I'm not even like feeling those kinds of feels or at all. I can't even, yeah, can't even relate. But it's that and um, what's a traitor so good. I started my morning with it yesterday and then I was like, this might set a bad tone for the week. Um, I don't know about you guys, but music can really affect my mood. So I try, like if I'm in a weird mood that I can listen to like, not somber music, but you know what I mean? Like if I'm trying to have a good day. I can't really start my day with Olivia Rodrigo, but I did, but I somehow I survived. Another song that I've had on repeat is Shot in the Dark by John Mayer. It's off his new album. And I had that on repeat all day long. And after a couple hours, I was like feeling some type of way. And I'm like, why am I feeling this kind of anxiety right now? And then I realized that I am literally so single, I can't even relate to the feelings in the song of like having hope for someone, like give me a last chance, like let me know kind of thing. So anyways, the other and final song that I've had on repeat for the last week is Never Love You Again. And it is Cheat Codes and A Little Big Town, which is a random ass combination, but I am a thousand percent here for it. And as I talk about this, I realize that I haven't asked people for what songs they've had on repeat for a while. So I think I might do that this week because I am 
always in need of new music. In fact, I've been listening, as you guys know, I'm obsessed with Love Island right now. I've been listening to, like, I go on Spotify and look for Love Island Spotify playlist. And let me tell you, it is all so good. Like, the remixes that they use, just, ooh, chef's kiss. So, anyways, yeah, I might do that this week. Not that you guys care. I just had to pause for a second because I'm recording in my office and my sunroom, which is off of my living room. And my mom is in the living room talking to her cousin on the phone. And she just sneezed like three times. And for some reason, people sneezing more than two times is a a pet peeve of mine. And my mom knows this. Obviously, she doesn't know that I can hear her right now, but it was like penetrating my ears and I had to like take a second and regroup my thoughts because otherwise this would have just been absolutely off the rails. So this week's episode is just like a bunch of random stories I have to tell you guys, which is not far from like what it normally is like, but whatever. Um, I was sitting, I've had a lot of like very weird driving incidents recently. Um, Like I was driving home from Target the other day and there were a ton of cop cars. It wasn't it's not that that was weird, but it like felt weird in the moment. And then I think there was more to it. I forget what happened. But anyways, the other day I was sitting at a red light editing a Instagram story to put up do to do to do. And as I finished, I look up and I was like, oh my God, a cop was literally at the red light beside me the entire time. So little mama could have gone to jail. Um, I don't text while driving, but if I'm at a red light, I sometimes will look at my phone. So sue me. Other weird things that happened while I was driving. I was driving to Target, and yes, you know, maybe I should frequent Target a little bit less. You know what? Life gives us very little joys. I'm going to hold on to my Target joy while I can. But so I'm like, if you're familiar with the Watertown Target, uh, you know it's a clusterfuck. And so I'm driving down like the top end of the parking lot. I don't know how else to describe it, but if you know, you know. And I'm like, why? There's a guy trying to take a left and I'm trying to, or he's trying to take a right. I'm trying to take a left. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Something feels weird here. Two cars were stopped. And it's because they had literally got into an accident. This girl's car, the entire driver's side, her airbags were all blown out. She's at the passenger side of the other car, like exchanging information. And the fucking asshole that was waiting to take a right, just not only took a right, but then drove through the two of the cars. There must have been just enough space for one car to get through. But I was absolutely, as the Brits on Love Island would say, gobsmacked at the fact like you couldn't go around an accident that just happened. You had to drive right through them. You felt that that was appropriate in that point in time. I don't understand. I, of course, tried to figure out the physics of who hit who in that that situation, but I'm not a scientist, I'm not a mathematician, and I couldn't quite work it out because the reason I'm I'm like confused is because you would think the girl with the airbags blown out would have been the one that got hit, and her car was dented, like as if she took the impact, but then she was the one at the other car taking their information, which... I mean, maybe she got out of her own car 
to take the other person's information down that hit her. But if they just hit her, couldn't they just do the courtesy of asking her for her information? So I don't know. That's that's between them and God. Another weird thing that happened, um, I guess weird for me, is that I was driving to Chant and I was, of course, looking around at all of the other cars. I like to see who's driving. I like to see who my competition is. And just as the light turned turns green, I happen to look over at a car. And just as the light turns green, this couple happens to smooch in their car. It was like at the exact time of all the things in the fucking world that I could have seen, I see this couple just smooch at a green light out of nowhere. So that was interesting. Like I said, just a lot of weird like driving incidents this week. Let's talk about my weekend, shall we? I'm sure you guys are thrilled. Um, I went out to Harpoon Fest with my friend Caitlin, and which if you guys listened a couple episodes ago, she was featured on the potty. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, I highly recommend it. But so we had a little bevy beforehand just to, you know, get the potty started. Then went to Harpoon and I ended up meeting up with my friend Delia who was on my Utah episode um but she's home from San Francisco so we hung out and I thought I would run into people that I know because that just always seems to happen at Harpoon but surprisingly it didn't happen by the grace of God um we did have well okay so what happened was what happened was the this guy comes over to me and compliments my tequila bag I was wearing um my like silver glitter tequila bag that Nika got me for my birthday. That wasn't the first compliment of the night on my bag. So I didn't think anything of it. And then I just kind of like was like, haha, thank you. And like kept the conversation going. And then eventually him and his friend come over to talk to us. And when I, this dude, first of all, the dude that I was trying to talk to Delia was like all up in her face. And not that I'm not in a crowded venue with other people. I recognize that. But he's like all up in her face. It's where, where read the read the room, dude. Like, please at least stand two feet back. What are you talking about? And then his friend, who was trying to talk to me, who by the way was shorter than I was, which is fine. But we love we love to see the confidence. He was so sweaty. He was so sweaty. I don't remember much else from the conversation other than that he was so sweaty and that he's a biology teacher. And I accidentally said, ew, not because he's a teacher, if you're a teacher listening, but because, ew, to science and because I almost failed biology in college. So then I, of course, to preface, when Caitlin and I had made plans to go to Harpoon, I'd said, you know what, let's only do a couple. I'm going to go up Saturday to the lake, so I want to make sure that I'm refreshed before I hit the road because there's probably going to be traffic. Just a few, just a few. Obviously, I think when you meet up for a pregame for the event, you can't really believe you're going to stick to the just a few conversation, you know? Um, so we're trying to figure out what to do and Delia and I decide, should we go to Southie? And so for those that don't know, Harpoon is in the seaport and Southie is close, but I mean, it's like a 25 minute walk. So Delia and I take a romantic stroll along, I don't know what body of water that was, or if it even was a body of water, to be honest. All I know is that I was grateful that I wore... What did I even wear? What was my outfit? <gasps> um, I think I wore sneakers. 
Yeah, I think I wore sneakers because I remember feeling like, do-do-do, I could walk forever here. It was a full moon, which was nice because this always happens during full moons. I remember that they're going to happen, but then when they actually happen, I forget to look for it. So anyways, we're like strolling and we went to, well, first of all, we walked past Stats and Stats had a fucking line at like midnight. I'm like, no, I guess it was like 11 o'clock. I'm like, no, maybe 10. Um... It's all a blur if you can't tell. You're probably so annoyed listening to me try and tell this story. Anyways, the point is, whatever point in time it was, it was, like, late enough that stats should not have had a line, but obviously it did. So we got into Capo, and I, as I always do, was able to get a seat at the bar. And we had not one, but two espresso martinis. Um, I say it with this voice of defeat because I very much did not need one, nonetheless, two espresso martinis but Delia had never been to Capo she had never had a Capo espresso martini so who was I to rob her of this experience and with me of all people no less it just so happened that our bartender was this guy who has been mine and Deb's bartender before one time where we sat downstairs and he we found out that him and I were both Brazilian we added each other on Instagram we're like pals I look at all of his stuff because he comes up I like all his stories whatever so then we're sitting like I said we're sitting like in his section at the bar and he served us like pretty quick the entire time which was awesome and I just kept I and I was like oh yeah he probably like recognizes me or remembers me or whatever and before I get into that this one guy I was at we were at like the very end of the bar and so this guy came over like around me to order and men are just I'm not gonna call them men boss boss are so disgusting he was like oh um wow like your chat like how many free drinks have you gotten tonight like wow I'm like so impressed by you or something like something like that like basically implying that I'm too attractive to be paying for my own drinks and I was like I paid for all of them and he was like oh wow like you're sexy I'm like well I think I've said here before like I don't love I don't know like th- that unsolicited by a man I'm like I don't really know so I thought I think I made a joke like okay well are you gonna buy me a drink or something and he kind of was like oh yeah like I should buy you a drink right and then this man lo and behold this boy he just left the conversation and then was like talking to some other gals and I was like well if that doesn't really sum up uh, the state of the union then I don't know what to tell you so anyways back to the bartender Mr. Diego um when we finished, I'm already, obviously, I've had a lot to drink at this point. And so I, to assert my dominance, said goodbye in Portuguese. Ciao, obrigada. That means bye, thank you. Being like, kind of like wink, wink, nod, nod, like Brazilian buddies. And he was like, oh my God, I could just die telling you guys this. He was like, um, oh, I didn't know you were Brazilian. And baby, this Gavin, this is when you should learn to keep your mouth shut. I was like, really? We have each other on Instagram. I'm pretty sure I like all your stuff. And then, of course, the curtains close. And I've blacked out whatever it was that he said in response, out of embarrassment, not out of actually blacking out, out of just pure embarrassment. I don't want to remember what it, he was like. I think he said, oh, yeah, like I thought you looked familiar. And I was like, I was going to run out of here before I KMS. So Oh, that was that. A little mortifying. That's one of those stories where I've, like, spent the entire week being like, dude, why can't you just keep your fucking mouth shut? Like, why? Why must you be this way? So then 
we're getting in our Uber. And for some reason, Delia thought it was a good idea. She goes, let's practice our Spanish. Mind you, to give you some context, um, I speak Portuguese fluently and I took Spanish in high school, but I haven't had to speak Spanish in centuries. Like the most recently that I had to speak Spanish was when I worked at BU and a lot of the um, people that worked at FitRec spoke Spanish. So I'd like kind of practice my Spanish with them. And then also when I worked at Barcelona, a lot of the staff spoke Spanish, but I could not keep up with them at all. So I didn't even try. So we get in our Uber and she starts trying to speak Spanish to me and I'm trying to speak back. But the problem is because I speak Portuguese, I don't know what the difference is. Not like, I don't know what the difference is. It's just like, I'd say 80% of the time, the words in Portuguese are the same in Spanish. So I just kind of like hope for the best. And fucking Delia was like, um, that's not right. That's not right. I'm like, well, I didn't want to be speaking in Spanish in the first place. And I thought for sure that our Uber driver was going to be like, gals, please get the fuck out of my car. You're annoying the shit out of me. But he was from France and he was like loving just loving everything about it and then like we dropped Delia off and he was asking me about like my parents in Brazil and where they're from and like all of this shit so honestly bless him for putting up with us the one other significant thing that happened this week I went to the eye doctors I bet you're thinking Gabby there can't possibly be a story there well sister buckle up I go to the eye doctors first of all um I have contact, so I have to go yearly. I forget that that's not, like, the standard for everyone. I don't like going to the eye doctors. And the reason being that I am convinced and have been since probably the age of 12, I've been wearing glasses since I was 8, that I am making myself blinder every year. Now, Gabby, how does that make sense? Well, when you're sick and you tell a doctor, this hurts, they can usually look into your body with science and help diagnose, right? No, 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 no. At the optometrist, I tell them what I'm seeing. So what if I tell them what I'm seeing is wrong? So uh, for those that don't go, at least at my optometrist, usually they have a student do like the initial check-in, basically all of it. And then a doctor will come in and just do like checking out your eyeball, like the last part of it. So She, first of all, asks me how often I wear my contacts. I'm like seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Well, I don't sleep in them, but, and that's kind of a taboo, a taboo answer because some people are of the mindset that you should take a day off and that you shouldn't shower with them and swim with them. And I'm like, well, how would I see then if I didn't? I don't understand. So then she's doing like the peripheral test and I swear I'm not putting her down her and I ended up being becoming cool, but I swear her, her numbers that she was having me tell her were out of my line of vision and not because of my peripherals. I will go down on this Titanic ship. Um, so I was like embarrassed and defensive because I was like, I literally can't see that. Like, I don't, I don't think that's my peripheral. So... That was like the majority of it. And then she goes to dilate my eyeballs. She barely even gives me a heads up before she starts squirting these drops into my eyes and definitely does not let me recover between one eye to another. And then when they weren't dilated enough, she had to put in more drops. I'm like, probably because they didn't make it into my eyeballs in the first place. I hope no one's squeezy (laughs) while you're listening to this. For those that don't know, when you get your eyeballs dilated, 
or your pupils technically dilated. They get massive, so huge, and it's so that they can actually see certain parts of your eye. I don't know. So the doctor comes in, and to preface, I've had a tear in my retina, which is some part of the eye, since I was, like, in high school, maybe, um... I've switched optometrists a couple different times, and for a long time, they couldn't find said hole. And they're like, oh, it probably went away. I'm like, hmm, okay. Finally, last year when I was at this place, the doctor confirmed, yep, I see the hole, whatever. It still looks fine. Obviously, let us know if anything changes, like if I were to start seeing floaters or shooters or anything of those kinds, any of that kind of thing. And so I'd ask the girl, oh, how's my tear doing? And she's like, oh, that's what I'm going to try and find when, I, when you're dilated. Sis couldn't find it. So the doctor comes in, and the first thing he says is, well, well, he introduces himself, fine, I'll give him some credit. First thing he says is, he was like, we're going to find this hole. And I was like, hmm, hmm. Those are reassuring things to say. So he's like looking, looking, looking. He switches from my right eye to my left eye, and he's like, oh, yep, there's a hole. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Like, I thought it was in my right eye. Like, I, but I was like, to be fair, I, I can't ever remember which eye it's in. Then he moves on to the right eye, and he was like, oh, yeah, there's a hole. And I was like, oh, great. So you are telling me that I have not one hole, but two holes in my in each of my eyeballs. Um, so if you're concerned about me, I'm okay. Apparently, they basically scarred over themselves, so they're fine. But, you know, things you never want to hear. Oh, yep, you have two holes. Um So then I have my eyeballs dilated and I go to pick out glasses and it's fine for when they're like that to like see distance. But I was trying to look on my phone to text my sister because she was picking me up and I was like, dude, I'm like texting by the grace of God right now. I can't see a single word that's on my phone and your eyes get really sensitive to light. So they you can either wear your own sunglasses that you brought from home or if you're a dweeber in high school like me and you don't carry Uh, sunglasses around they give you these little plastic sunglasses that wrap around your face which you then have to wear home on public transportation which I've had to do many times it's a wonder that I um, have the will to live like I do considering all the embarrassing things that I've been through so I'm looking in the cases with the glasses because I wanted to pick out a pair of glasses and at one point that the light in the Tiffany sun or not sunglasses like the actual glasses case specifically almost blinded the shit out of me it was so bright I was like I'm gonna pass out in this here lobby right here right now so I ended up picking a couple different pairs and the guy who was selling them I was asking his opinion and I was explaining like I like bigger style glasses because I have a round fucking face he was like yeah totally so he had me try on one pair and he was like oh yeah I really like those better than the other ones and then I put on this it was like the probably 25th pair that I tried on and he was like oh yeah those he was like that is an attractive pair and I was like well you know I guess if anything I have to buy these because this man just told me that I was attractive in these glasses did he say I was attractive in the glasses no not necessarily I think he said the glasses were attractive honestly it's all it's all quite blur but I did end up going with those um I haven't gotten a new pair of glasses in probably not high school but I definitely got the frame in high school and then I think I updated the lens and then since then I've just worn contacts so I'm like eh, I'm just not gonna do that so 
that's been my week. Um, I've run three times this week, thanks to Chaunch. And by that, I mean a mile and a half. But I'm feeling like a runner and a track star. And yeah, that's all that I have for you guys. I hope this episode was fun and entertaining and light and everything that you've ever hoped it to be. The weather looks like it's going to be good. Ooh, I'm going out for my friend Rob. Well, I guess, no, he's my friend. He's my friend Emily's boyfriend, but I can count him as a friend now. We are going out for his birthday on Saturday, which should be so fun. And yeah, let's all have a good weekend and let's get after it. 